This is SLAS Technology Podcast. I'm David Pector. Today on SLAS Technology Podcast, we're joined by Dr. Parastu Azadi and Dr. Christian Heiss to discuss the special issue that they co-edited, Carbohydrate Structure Analysis Methods and Applications. Both are joining us from the Complex Carbohydrate Research Center, or CCRC, at the University of Georgia, where since 2001, Dr. Azadi has been the Technical Director of Analytical Service and Training, and Christian is the Assistant Technical Director. The CCRC is organized to optimize cooperation and collaboration among disciplines, biomedical, plant, and microbial glycosciences, synthetic and analytic chemistry, both within the CCRC and with scientists worldwide, and to foster analytical service and training. Welcome to SLAS Technology Podcast. We're happy to be here. Why don't we start with why you wanted to create this special issue? Carbohydrate analysis is so complicated by the nature of carbohydrates being my very heterogeneous. So we wanted to put a special issue to highlight some of the challenges that we are facing every day in uh, analyzing, characterizing carbohydrate glycoconjugates. And at the same time, look at what is what are the new methods that is being developed by scientists to characterize these polysaccharides or oligosaccharides and subsequently to be able to use these. How are these used in real life? The, the aim was to bring these two aspects together, carbohydrate structure analysis, its challenges and current techniques, and how we can apply them to real world problems. So why don't you give our listeners an overview of the issue? We have divided up the issue into three parts, and they're basically divided uh, according to uh, what structural building block of the carbohydrates we, we want to analyze. So the simplest building block would be monosaccharides. Uh, all carbohydrates are made up of monosaccharides, and so uh, one thing that we need to do is figure out what are the monosaccharides. There's many, many different types and individual monosaccharides, and we need to figure out the composition of the carbohydrates. And so that's the first uh, part. The methods to analyze which monosaccharides are there are pretty established. That goes back over 100 years. But there are details that are still unknown, like, for example, how uh, there are substituents like methyl groups on there that may have very important biological function. It's important in order to figure out what the function is to know exactly where those uh, substituents are in the carbohydrate. And that's a very complicated question. There's two papers in the issue that address that uh, in, independently. And then the second part of the issue would be on the analysis of uh, glycoprotein glycans which those are larger molecules and monosaccharides. They may consist of, let's say, five to 10 monosaccharides that are, that are connected in a very specific way. And they, they are recognized uh, in biological systems. So every cell, every living cell is covered with these glycans. And that's how cells communicate with each other or how, how uh, a host may recognize an invading organism and then, uh, then combat that, that infection. And so there are, uh, there are papers in there that deal with that, how to uh, 
how to figure out what these glycans are. And then the last section would be on the interaction between proteins and carbohydrates. And there's a review in there on, uh, on uh, nuclear magnetic resonance spectroscopy that looks at uh, which portion of a smaller molecule binds to a pro protein. And, and, so, um, and then there's also a, a sensor, uh, a method to de detect uh, contaminations in drugs using a sensor that is based on that principle that a carbohydrate is recognized by a protein. So those are the three parts of the issue that I, I would say. In order to characterize a carbohydrate drug product, FDA requires that all three stages are done. So you need to know the monosaccharide building blocks and you need to know, quantitate them accurately. And that's, that's very challenging to be able to quantitate each uh, monosaccharide accurately. The second is looking at the larger oligosaccharides. For example, in antibodies, in other drug products, you need to know the oligosaccharides that are attached to the uh, protein and to know their structure and their sequence. So some sequencing applications are included in this issue. And then lastly, uh, really protein-carbohydrate interactions, basically using NMR, looking at where, where these uh, attachments are. And um, again, for the pharmaceutical industry, looking at these sensors and um, seeing where, uh, for example, contamination, we can detect contamination. What are the big challenges facing carbohydrate structure analysis today? Well, uh, one is uh, talking about the glycans, glycoprotein uh, sugars that are on glycoproteins, is that uh, it's, it's a very laborious process and it takes a long time for a single sample. And our special issue deals, a couple of papers deal with that uh, problem. Let's say you want to look at hundreds of patient samples or, or even healthy samples. Let's say, for example, you wanted to know, uh, does the blood group type have anything to do with whether you're more susceptible to disease or not? You would have to analyze hundreds of samples but at, at the present, that is not practical because the methods are too laborious. The other challenge is quantitation. MassPIC is a very sensitive method for detection of carbohydrates. So every day we face challenges in being able to quantitate, to know how much of each glycans we have there. With carbohydrates, there are very few standards available, and if they are available, they're very expensive. There's actually a very nice uh, manuscript in the special issue that deals with uh, standards, uh, especially for uh, carbohydrate arrays. The problem is that, well, there, you could uh, chemically synthesize standards, but it is extremely complicated to do that and very expensive. And the, the number of, uh, the, the size of molecules is, is very limited with that. But uh, if you wanted to uh, obtain these glycan standards from nature, from the natural samples, you have to modify them so by modifying, you actually lose them because they're no longer the same as they were in nature. And so this paper has come up with a method to modify the glycans temporarily so they can be detected. Uh, or once you've detected them, then you can take off those labels, those tags that made it visible to your instruments so that they return to their natural state. And so in that way, you can get much more of of the standards from, from natural samples. 
So turning to each of you, uh, tell us about your own work and the CCRC. Well, CCRC is a group of about 300 people working on different aspects of carbohydrates. Um, it could be st structural elucidation, it could be biosynthesis, chemical synthesis, um, disease and carbohydrates, cancer, diabetes, heart disease. Um, so we have um, about 18 tenure track faculties working on research on different areas of carbohydrates. My group, the analytical service and training group, has been responsible with working with research institutes, government agencies like uh, FDA and CDC and U.S. Pharmacopoeia in order to be a resource to the glycoscience community and the scientific community as a whole, to be able to do accurate structural characterization of biomolecules that have carbohydrates attached. It could be proteins, it could be glycolipids, it could be polysaccharides, it could be derived from plants like plant cell walls, it could be, for example, cancer cells versus normal cells, it could be um, bacterial polysaccharides from, from bacteria like lipopolysaccharides, capsular polysaccharides, and we use an array of analytical techniques like uh, uh, mass spec, NMR, and HPLC to uh, elucidate the structure. Uh, the other function of um, the CCRC and our group as a whole is to be able to have cutting edge technologies that other people can use. So not only use it in-house, but to make it applicable, to make it available to other um, uh, laboratories. We run annual training courses in our laboratory that scientists from all over the world come to the CCRC and take these workshops and learn about carbohydrate analysis on polysaccharides or glycoproteins. At the same time, we work with government agencies like CDC, FDA, and the US Pharmacopoeia in order to make sure that these techniques that are being developed are being used by um, scientists worldwide. So I'm the uh, system technical director of the analytical services lab, and I help oversee the uh, the part that deals with uh, plant and microbial poly polysaccharides. We analyze many samples from bacteria, uh, from algae, from plants, um, fungi, that have some kind of uh, importance either through biofuels or um, medical applications. Of course, in bacteria, that's, uh, that's often the case where we deal with, for example, carbohydrate vaccines against diseases like uh, bacterial pneumonia, that uh, babies are given those vaccines and they're very effective, but they're very complicated and they have to be analyzed. And so we work with these, with companies that make these, but we also work with uh, a lot of universities. But as I said earlier, all cells are covered with carbohydrates and carbohydrates are everywhere. Every tree is, is made up of carbohydrates, every plant. And so the samples are really unlimited. Uh, and it, you can't say it's, it, we are focused on this application or that application because we get, we get so many different samples to, to analyze. It runs the gamut from trees, wine, fruits, fungi. Uh, I mean, you name it, and we analyze it. And so we just have to be flexible 
many times we may have to just uh, look it up. How do you do this? <laughs> with the expertise that we have and the instrumentation we have and the colleagues we have in the, in the CCRC, we, we're usually able to find ways to characterize those samples. CCRC has been funded by Department of Energy from, from just right at the beginning, over 30 years. And it has funded a, a center within the CCRC. It's called uh, DOE Center for Plant and Microbial. And last year, this grant was uh, renewed and um, the focus of this grant now is uh, looking at a special polysaccharide within the plant cell wall and that is called Raminogacturanas 1, it's RG1. I'm a co-PI on that grant with Dr. Darbel who's the uh, director of the CCRC and Dr. Heinz is a co-investigator on that grant looking at ways to be able to structurally characterize this very challenging polysaccharide that is RG1, look at the biosynthesis of it and look at ways to, to be able to characterize, characterize it using enzymes, using biosynthesis and using analytical tools. It has a lot of potential for really developing a lot of tools that can be applied to other polysaccharides.